You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kick It All Off. I'm joined here with Josh Hong. He is our digital marketing coordinator. And uh, I am Nicholas Martinez, our vice president of marketing. Um, And we thought, you know, no better way to kick it off than to talk about how you're going to dominate your Black Friday, Cyber Monday event, also known as Turkey Five, Amazon's clever name for the, the five days that run from Thanksgiving Thursday through Black Friday through the weekend, all the way to Cyber Monday. We're also going to touch a little bit on some uh, more general Q4 um, strategies and data, as well as some holiday data. But the main focus today is going to be Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, so let's let's take a look here at the agenda. Uh, first, we'll look at some data, right? Why why should you guys uh, you know care um, what we have to say and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, about Q4, why, why should you care? So we'll look at some historical data and some case studies. We'll also go over the proposed structure for the event, uh, which includes a pre-event, a main event, and a post-event. We will talk about how you choose goals um, for your product selection and your discount type or your discount amount. And we'll touch on on and off Amazon advertising as well as marketing. And we'll look at some other important considerations regarding inventory, content, buy box, data analysis, and more. All right, so without further ado, let's get into the data here. Um, you know, we've, we've been in this business for some time, uh, about seven years now, we've been, we've been actively managing brands on Amazon um, and as well as walmart.com. And of course, over those years and hundreds and hundreds of brands that we've worked with, we've we've had the uh, opportunity to compile different case studies. Um, and so, so Josh, if you want to share some of this case study data, that, that would be uh, excellent. I think it'll, it'll captivate everyone's interest and in, in why they should be um, interested in listening to what we have to say. Yeah, no, definitely. Great introduction, Nick. I love it. Yeah. So as far as our case studies go, um, as you guys know, you know, Amazon had a lot of switch arounds as far as Prime Day, didn't really give us too much knowledge until probably like a month beforehand of when the date was. And a lot of the brands that we worked with, you know, they tried their hardest to allocate all those timings of the discounts and units and inventory goes. And, you know, it was all jumbled, but, you know, we saw, saw some great traction on everything. So we're really excited to share some of these case studies that we had throughout our brands. So if you see here on the 237% lift in sales versus average of the 604% with outliers, um, 112% lift in sales versus prime day of 2020, which is actually 206% with outliers. And then a 44% life in July baseline sales with 336% with outliers. And now mind you with prime day 2021, we always had this uh, strategy implemented throughout our prime days and our Black Friday, Cyber Monday since of last year. And that's why we are also mirroring what we're doing as far as discounts, um, you know, inventory management, coupons, all these type of other deals with Black Friday, Cyber Monday of this year as well. Um, from last year's data points from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we saw 164% lift in sales versus the average and a 99% lift in ad revenue versus the average as well. Next, I'll let Nick yeah. take it away with some Q4 2020 that he's found. So please, Nick, take it away. 
Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Josh. And apologies for um, this typo here. I just realized it said life instead of lift. That is a 44% lift in July baseline sales. Um, and, and uh, you know, when you, when you consider the outliers, it's actually much higher. But we took the liberty of excluding any outliers, which were basically any brands that did over a thousand percent for these metrics. We excluded them. And, and there were a few. So um, that data was still very impressive as well. But, you know, that, that's looking at our case studies, but let's look at the market as a whole. Um, and, and I think that's why Q4 2020 data is really important. And, and we've, we've sourced this data um, through several different third-party um, data analytics services and, and reports um, and kind of aggregated it. And so um, what we saw in Q4 is really interesting, right? Because Q4 2020 was the first Q4 um, uh, during COVID, right? And, and, and we're still, you know, you know, for all intents and purposes, living through COVID. Um, so this data should be um, uh, relevant, right? And so last year in Q4, sales on Amazon, this is Amazon sales, not e-commerce, sales on Amazon increased 42% year over year. Now that, that's, that's really impressive, right? But get this, the expected growth this year in Q4 is estimated to be almost just as much 25 to 40%. So that post, you know, that that COVID wave that we saw where e-commerce accelerated in, you know, one year um, as fast as they were expecting in five years, that is continuing on. And another big reason for this anticipated growth in this year's um, Q4 is that, um, especially Black Friday, Cyber Monday, is that retailers have announced that they're going to be closed. Brick and mortar retailers are going to be closed on Thanksgiving. Now, Thanksgiving is one of those five days in Turkey, five, of course. And so all of those people that would, you know, be camping out in, in front of Best Buy and Walmart and, you know, waiting for that deal on that flat screen and, and pushing each other over through the front door as well. They're now bringing that to the online space. So people are going to be flooding the stores. It's just going to be online now. And so we expect e-commerce, um, particularly Amazon, to, be, of course, be a big part of that. And, um, you know, it, I think everyone would be wise to capitalize on that. Um, in addition, uh, last year uh, in Q4, 71% of brands saw sales increase over 30%. I don't know about you, but uh, I, would, I would think for, for most brands, a 30% lift in, in one quarter um, is pretty tremendous, right? And that's something that you can run with into the new year, into Q1, and really build from um, as, a, as a new baseline um, uh, you know, for your sales. Um, and so you know, when you compare that to what we saw here at Vendo, well, as we mentioned last year, we saw 164% lift in sales versus the average. Um, and I know from a 2019 data point, there was a 72% average lift during Black Friday, Cyber Monday um, uh, sales. So no matter how you cut it, um, you know, this strategy that we've, that we've run and this structure that we're going to go over generates a higher lift in sales than the average across all of Amazon, um, which I think is, is a good comparison to be made. Now, when you look at Turkey 5, um, it's interesting to see the category sales change, right? Because depending on the category you're in, uh, it might impact you know, how aggressive you want to be with your discounts or how how much you know uh, marketing and advertising you want to implement um, in order to support it, right? And so if you're looking at this and you're a clothing brand and well, sales only increased 9% in 2019 during Turkey 5. 
you might be thinking, well, I, maybe I don't need to invest as much. And, you know, there, there, there's probably some truth to that, right? You, you might not have to do check off every box. But if you're a brand in like the beauty and health and personal care, the electronics or grocery or home and kitchen categories, well, those are pretty substantial lifts um, and, and probably good reason to, to want to capitalize on that and, and make sure you're getting your products in front of the people that are, are shopping for those categories um, during this event. And then the last data point I want to go over is in regard to advertising, because in just a moment, we're going to talk about, you know, why you should be increasing your uh, or how you should be increasing your advertising budgets and bids. And uh, the main reason is traffic, right? There's just a flood of people coming in to Amazon uh, during this event. Um, I, I had a data point from, I think it was 2019 as well, where over 25% of U.S. households uh, made a purchase uh, on Amazon uh, during, I think it was Black Friday, Cyber Monday, maybe Prime Day, right? But they're, they're very uh, comparable. So uh, most, you know, a, a, over a quarter of Americans are going to be shopping. And, and of course, that traffic is going to drive up bids. It's going to drive up your budget, um, the need for a, a higher budget. Um, and last year, we saw 29%, um, or sorry, last year, we saw uh, cost per clicks increased by 28%, and we saw impressions increased by 109% during Turkey 5. Uh, this year during Q4, uh, there's an expected increase in sales from advertising of 29%. So again, no matter how you how you cut it, um, there, there's good reason to be ramping up budgets and, and uh, resources for Q4 and T5 um, specifically. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And another thing too, Nick, that you just mentioned too, since all these brick and mortars are going to be closed down for Black Friday some Monday, I'm sure a lot more people than the 20, you know, the quarter of the Americans that we mm. saw in the 2019 deals, it's going to be increased tremendously. So yeah. just, I'm really excited to see the traction in this. And I'm sure another case study in our way, Freddie here's face with the Black Friday some Monday. So super yeah. excited about that as well. Yeah, yeah, we're we're going we're going big this year, and and again, I think it's like like to your point, it, it's going to be the biggest Black Friday Cyber Monday, uh, you know, ever. Um, yeah. I I would put my money on that. So yeah, a uh, lot a lot of, lot of uh, reasons, you know, uh, to support that that. Um, all right, so let's let's dig into the uh, event structure, Josh. Yeah, let's do it. So like I mentioned in the previous slide, as far as our you know Prime Day and our Cyber Monday, our Black Friday, Cyber Monday, excuse me, um, deals and our deal structures go, we try to do it as so. Um, the deal structures are from pre-event, um, one week before the main event. So Thursday, um, November 18th to Wednesday, November 24th. Main event being, you know, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or Amazon likes to call it Turkey 5. It's going to be from Thursday, November 25th to Monday, November 29th. And then also the post event one week after main event Tuesday, uh, November 30th to Monday, December 6th. Now, a lot of people always ask us, especially all the brands and our clients that we work with, why do a pre-event and a post-event? Well, great question. The reason being is we try to manipulate Amazon's algorithm and keyword ranking uh, structure by really greasing up your um, your your inventory and your uh, your product pages for the keywords to really drive the rank and for the main event uh big sales and events so that is the main reason bore for it and then the post event the re main reason why we do it is if we just do the main event and we just stop all the deals right there the all the hard work that we put into the pre-event and the main event all those efforts can just go down drastically and we don't want that 
we try to keep it a smooth line as possible and try to have it so that a steady line throughout the post event to keep that, you know, that bestseller ranking that we're looking for or the keyword and the page one ranking that we're looking for and, you know, so on and so forth. So that is the main reason for it. So also, if you see on our case study right there, it says brands that I had a lead in and lead out strategy saw average jumps in sales by 16% leading up and 54% leading out. For ads, these investments obtained high sponsor ranking and attracting more eyeballs. As you guys know, or if you guys don't know, Amazon's always just about traffic, traffic, traffic. And I know, Nick, we talked about this, you know, and I'm sure you talked about this in your previous podcast too, is that a lot of consumers only actually look at, you know, the page one of the keyword and thereafter it's a, you know, plummet and percentage of people actually, you know, swiping through the page two or page three. So our goals, you know, internally for all our brands is always to go to the top of page one and the keywords that we're always targeting for. So that is the main reason why we have this event structure in place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well said. And, and, you know, just to, just to make sure, you know, everyone's completely on the same page. I, I also want to call out that, you know, the main event is the, um, is, is what most people think of as Black Friday, Cyber Monday, right? Um, but Amazon has strategically uh, really been investing into the, to the pre-event a lot more. And, and you see this even in, in, in you know, uh, recently where early October, Amazon dropped this pre-Black Friday deals, right? And so yeah. it's, it's, not, it, it's just as much as it's about us leveraging and greasing up the algorithm, it's also about us tapping into the, the ecosystem that Amazon is curating, right, for their marketplace. And that ecosystem is one in which they're investing resources to drive extra traffic well before Turkey 5. Um, and so if more people are shopping and more people are getting kind of trained to look for deals before the main event, well, that's an opportunity for brands to tap in to tap into that and, and maximize that additional traffic leading up. Um, and then, it, as Josh had mentioned, that post event is is meant to solidify those rankings so that our baseline sales um, can increase, uh, you know, going into the new year. Right. And that's why, like, when we look back at this data here, there was a 44 percent lift in July baseline sales during our prime day strategy. That's the big metric. Right. Because it's one thing to have a 237% lift during T5 or during Prime Day. That's amazing. That's great. You're selling tons of product, hopefully bringing in new to brand customers. But how did that work in the long term? Did that really pay off? Or were you just giving away a bunch of discounted products for you know, several days and then everything went back to normal? Um, so, so yeah, this, this, this structure is at the core of, uh, the, the reason why, um, you know, we see such high metrics compared to the averages. Um, I would say one of the main reasons, um, anyway. So, um, so yeah, now, now that we've, we've said all of that, um, Josh will take you all through kind of more granularly what that looks like, um, as far as deal types go, discount types go, um, and then I'll talk a little bit about internal promotions and external promotions. All right. Yeah. So our pre-event um, throughout all our clients, like we've mentioned, what we try to do is implement a coupon strategy prior to the main event. So we always recommend at least a 10% discount on the hero items and a 20% on some of the slower moving items that need more love throughout, you know, the deals and the main event that they don't really see during, you know, the baseline sales of 
just the coming months, right? So we always try to implement the coupons. And then obviously with the advertisement boost, we always suggest at least a 50% increase in the ad budget during these times to really grease up the algorithm. Uh, for the main event, we try to do uh, one or more of these uh, promo types and deals, which is lightning deals, seven day deals, prime exclusive discounts and coupons, and then an ad budget boost of 100%. Now, one or more of these deals like lightning deals and seven day deals, there are some deadlines depending on if you're a seller central or a vendor central, um, which they actually give you an email saying that, hey, this is the deadline. So try to implement it as much as possible. And then on those days for lightning deals and seven day deals, they are a little bit more expensive. Um, I believe the promotion for lightning deals on those days is for anywhere from 300 to 500, but the baseline lightning deals um, cost is actually just 150. So just to kind of really grease up the algorithm, not the algorithm, grease up the deals, um, Amazon already implements the upcharge on these main event days. So, and also for the percentage, um, we always recommend at least a 25 to 40%. Reason being prime exclusive discount, the minimum you can go is actually 20%. And the reason, another reason why we do prime exclusive discounts is because we've seen a lot more prime members buying on these type of main event deals. And actually, I actually heard from um, a friend of mine that does the one month um, free trial for a prime just to get the free um, delivery deals um, for Black Friday or Monday. And then you just quit right after or just stop it right after. So that's really being the main reason for, for it. And uh, unfortunately, prime exclusive discount, like I said, is only for prime members. So we really try to target those audiences um, for these type of big deal events. And the post event, um, we do the 10% and the 20% coupons. And again, um, a 50% boost in ads. And we always recommend trying to do it across all our um, clients' items. Again, just to really grease up the algorithm and get the keyword ranking we're really looking for. Um, I think yeah. that's really it um, as far as our structure goes for discounts. Um, Nick, if you can take it away from internal promos and external promos, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, these these percentages, you know, boost ads 50% and then 100% are kind of just rules of thumb, if you will. Um, you know, it might be a little bit more, it might be less. Um, it's really just to, to make sure you're prepared to, um, you know, uh, not have your ads be uh, budgets be exhausted uh, during such a critical uh, sales period. Um, and, and then the other thing that um, I want to mention too is with, um, with, with coupons and prime exclusive discounts, um, you know, prime exclusive discounts, your products have to be on prime. So if your products can't, aren't on prime, um, or they don't meet the eligibility requirements of, uh, you know, having a 20% discount or more, um, then coupons are going to be your best bet as a, as a runner-up option. Um, but yeah, talking about internal promo and external promo, I mean, there's so much we could talk about here, but let, let's tackle internal first. Um, internal being what can you do on Amazon to promote further this event, right? And obviously, if you, if, if you set up a certain deal type like prime exclusive discounts or coupons, you're going to get a label attached to your products, right? You're going to get a green label for coupons. For prime exclusive discounts, it's usually a blue label that shows up during this event. Um, and that label is a merchandising uh, tactic. It's kind of like a lead bait in a way, right? It allows your products to show up so much more prominently compared to the competition. 
Um, so that on its own as a deal type is an internal promotion. Um, but what else can you do, you know, outside of the ads and the merchandising? Well, you can optimize your copy. Um, if it's, uh, and, and this is, this could be said for other events as well. Um, you know, you want to, if, if the product is really relevant to the holidays, to Christmas, to, you know, New Year, to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, to Thanksgiving, whatever it is, maybe it's worthwhile even adding that those keywords into the title if, it, if it's really super, super relevant. Um, obviously, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is a huge event with a lot of uh, brands participating. So if everyone did that, it wouldn't really make sense. But um, there might be an area of opportunity there. Um, also, on the front end and ad, uh, back end, um, adding keywords, you know, gift type keywords performed really well, which we'll talk about in a, in a little bit. Um, but any of those like gifts or holiday, um, you know, holiday offering uh, keywords, that could be helpful for search because we do see those searches, th th those search volumes uh, increase during this time. Something else that we like to do um, for, for our events is build out a dedicated brand store landing page um, themed uh, by the event and focusing on the products that are part of that event. And then we like to run targeted sponsored brand ads driving to it. And then from an external promotion perspective, uh, you know, there's, of course, a plethora of what you can do. And if, if you've listened to our previous podcast, um, you know, marketing podcast, you've probably heard this, this philosophy over and over again, which is, you know, do not do not stop at the, the gates of Amazon's kingdom, if you will, you know, there, there's a whole world of marketing and advertising possibilities out there. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's one thing to leverage everything on Amazon and then kind of graduate to off Amazon marketing and advertising. But um, it's a whole other thing to just ignore external promotions altogether. Um, and so even if you just do one or two of these things, I think you're going to be really impressed by the results. And, and so I'm talking about organic social. You know, if you have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you're doing already, you leverage that for, for your Amazon business. Same with paid, Facebook, Google, Snapchat, wherever you're running ads, TikTok. Um, leverage that for, for Amazon and for this event, start, start, you know, promoting and bringing people down your funnel so that when the event comes, you've got a list of ready to buy uh, people in your audience that you can then drive, um, to Amazon just to, to convert, right. They're, they're already ready to buy. You just got to tell them, Hey, this deal started, uh, it's go time. Um, and again, we'll, we'll get more granular on, on a later presentation. Um, email, if you have an email list, leverage that. Um, if you're okay, you know, driving people from your website to Amazon, if it doesn't conflict with your D2C strategy, you know, that, that's a good way. Um, influencers, brand ambassadors, um, SMS marketing. These are all things that you may be doing already that you just need to tap into with an Amazon specific approach. Um, and, and there's some cool things you can do to really maximize the, um, the benefits of this. Now, um, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, but I think it's important to say if um, there, there's a new program called the Brand Referral Bonus Program. You want, you want to tell them about it, Josh? The Brand Referral Bonus Program? <laughs> yeah, and how we, yeah. How we use links and, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So recently, um, I think it was back in August or July, late July, um, Amazon actually rolled out something called a brand referral program, which actually, if you bring in um, external traffic from Amazon to, I mean, not from Amazon, from external traffic to Amazon, you actually get a 10% back off of the sale. Um, these, 
you know, Amazon attribution links are, you know, it can be made from your actual campaign manager, which Amazon actually just made recent changes to again. So the ad campaign manager is a whole different story now. But yeah, the brand referral program is great just because, you know, if you're doing any of these external marketing campaigns to drive to Amazon, you can use those special links. And um, if a customer would click on the link and purchase that product or go to the brand store and go to the purchase a product as well, you get a 10% back. So that's just, you know, great implementation that Amazon had rolled out. So we really, really urge, you know, a lot of people to start using and utilizing this program. So, yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well said. Um, yeah. I mean, long story short, your referral fee, if it's 15%, it'll be 5% for every sale you drive. Um, and you can track the sales. So you actually know which of these um, external drivers is, is paying off. Um, and uh, if, uh, you know, uh, if, if there's even some uh, clever uh, tricks you can do to target certain keywords for ranking um, and, and all, all kinds of fun stuff. And, and if you're working with influencers, you can even take your influencers or affiliates uh, IDs if they're in the Amazon affiliate program and you can put that ID into the Amazon attribution link. So not only are you getting 10% back, your affiliate influencer is getting their commission paid out from Amazon. I mean, it's just a win, 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 win situation. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend that for any of your external efforts. Um, and then a little bit more specifically to PR. Um, obviously PR has been around for, for a long time. Um, you know, you don't have to be in the digital world to understand PR, um, but specific to Amazon, We've been running offsite editorials um, for our brands. It started with onsite editorials and, and now offsite. And, and we've had podcasts about this in the past, but essentially we uh, can get products uh, pitched to networks of publishers that will write on your product and include it in an evergreen editorial or specific to Black Friday, Cyber Monday and the holidays, they could get it put into a um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday like listicle. Um, and so there's still enough time to do this. Uh, you know, these publishers take about two to four weeks to, to make that happen. So, you know, maybe not, maybe if you miss Black Friday, Cyber Monday, at least December for the holidays, you could get your product placed in an editorial that ranks on Google and pay on page one, number one for a keyword, right? So imagine this, you're looking for a, you know, um, a hair, uh, a facial steamer, one of the products we work with. Uh, and you're like, hey, best deals on facial steamers or best facial steamers or holiday deals or wh whatever it may be. Um, your product could come up in an in a editorial number one, page one on Google um, for that. And so that, that, that's a really interesting way to drive additional awareness and traffic for these deals um, and actually be able to attribute it, right? Because everything would be tracked. So there's, there's a lot that can be talked about there. All right, so choosing a goal for each product. Um, you're, you might've been thinking when, when Josh was taking you through the recommended discounts, you know, why are they recommending 25 to 40%? Where do I fall into that 25 to 40%? Where do I fall in for my advertising budget? You know, I, I don't wanna increase it 100% um, or I don't wanna, you know, um, give a 40% discount. Like, so, and, and that's understandable, right? And, and, and while we don't have a crystal ball to, to say exactly what you should do, there's kind of there's two ways you can look at it. And, and um, you know, it, it's kind of like gambling. You know, you can higher risk, higher reward, lower risk, typically lower reward. And um, maybe that's not the most comfortable way to put it, right? Gambling, but um, you do have to take a, a, a bit of a bet on, on your strategies in your, in your brand, right? And so 
if you feel like you have the marketing um, tactics in place and advertising tactics in place to really blow this all out of the water, then you might want to consider a um, maximizing sales goal. And a maximizing sales goal is basically increasing sales regardless of profit. These are brands that are willing to go into the red during the Turkey Five event in order to see baseline lifts in sales into the new year that are much greater than where they would have been, right? So they're, they're willing to bet a lot because they want to come out of this event with, with a higher minimum baseline that can sustain. And um, you know, higher discounts are likely to bring in more customers, which are gonna you know, spin that Amazon flywheel faster, which is gonna increase your chances, chances of sustaining that category BSR or keyword ranking, right? So brands that are more comfortable with, hey, like let's let's try to blow this out of the water for the long term, they're gonna be okay getting a really slim profit margin or even going into the red. And so they might do the 34, like 35 or 40 percent discounts. Whereas the the brand that wants to be in the green during the event and maybe drive a little bit of a baseline lift, um, hopefully, they're gonna um, go with the sales efficiency goal. And the sales efficiency goal is seeking to maintain a set profitability goal and try to keep advertising sales below a set level, right? And so these are the brands that might not increase ad budget as much, might have a, a discount of around 25%. We don't recommend going lower than 20 because uh, first of all, you can't submit prime exclusive discounts during this event if your discount's lower than 20. Um, second of all, um, the average discount across Amazon in a 2019 study during this event was 26%. So I always look back at that as, hey, you know, do we want to just be at the average or do we want to be doing better than most brands? Um, and so that, that would be a goal. So again, just to summarize, maximizing sales, you're willing to discount higher with, with, with the, the bet on higher reward uh, for sustainability, sales efficiency, um, the opposite. All right. And so that is choosing a goal. Uh, let's see here if we can go. All right, so now we are on the, um, the final slide, um, additional considerations. Um, and you know, I know, I know we're having this, this summit about Q4 towards the end of the first month of Q4. So planning now is uh, more vital than ever. Um, you know, we've been planning for this event since the summer, early summer, um, and, and there's a lot of work to, that goes into it, right? Um, but like, let, let's try to prioritize here um, the, um, uh, some of the additional considerations. Um, and, and one of the big ones is inventory management. Um, so there's cutoff dates for Seller Central and Vendor Central. Vendor Central inventory cutoff was 1022. Um, so um, that has passed, of course. Now, does that mean you can't get inventory into Amazon and have it be available for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the holiday? No, but it just means Amazon's not going to guarantee it will be available. So if you fall in that bucket at Vendor Central and you haven't sent in enough inventory, um, definitely want to jump on that. Now for Seller Central, we have a bit longer. We have till November 15th for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and we have till December 2nd for the holiday. Um, but if you are a brand that ships via LTL, meaning, you know, on a pallet with a special carrier, usually the processing time is 10 business days in addition to the transit time, right? Um, and so what we see though during the holidays is we see that 10 days triple or even quadruple so that means yeah. if you're a brand that wants to send in a pallet to amazon right now you know you better get it out soon because that november 15th date is is only three weeks away and you might be cutting it very close 
um, especially for holiday uh, and, and also for holiday as well. Um, and then another best practice, and, and this really came around, um, you know, since COVID, it's been more and more important, and that is setting FBM, FBM up as a backup. Um, and so, you know, because of Amazon's uh, fluctuating inventory uh, policies and, you know, the supply crisis that, you know, most people are aware we're in right now, um, there's a lot of um, uh, chaos with, with inventory and logistics. And so just to be prepared, you know, for your products to, to not make it into Amazon's warehouses on time or or maybe not to be able to have enough products at Amazon's warehouse, you know, because they don't let you or because you sell out too quickly than you were expecting, have FBM as a backup. Um, and that just basically means, you know, you need to have a, a, a person or a team that can process those orders and ship them directly from your warehouse or office or however, uh, directly to the customer rather than Amazon. And if you work with a, a 3PL, um, you know, they, they, they usually can accommodate that for you. Or of course, if you have your own um, warehouse. Um, and then as far as inventory forecasting goes, um, looking at last year will be a good indicator of, of how you should ramp up your inventory. So wh what kind of growth did you see last year? Looking at, you know, uh, combining that with current trends. And then, you know, just to be safe, adding another 20 to 50%, depending on your inventory situation or supply situation, if you have that to give, because, you know, it's, it's not worth it to, 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 um, you know, worry too much about having inventory in for too, too, too long, um, as it is to, to make sure you don't go out of stock. Right. Um, so that, that's, um, that's important there. Now, uh, the last thing that I'll say about inventory is the inventory performance index. Um, you're going to want to check that score and make sure um, that you are performing well with that score. And um, you're also going to want to see if there's any slow moving or slow profit, low profit products that you maybe want to turn off to preserve that score, because that IPI score is going to impact your ability to send more inventory into, um, into Amazon. Um, so that sums it up for uh, inventory um, management. Uh, Josh, did I did I miss anything there? Um, as far as inventory, you know, great points, Nick, that you pointed out. You know, logistics is just a mess. Um, ports are filled. You know, a lot of, actually, a lot of my um, friends who's actually doing supply chain management, they've been telling me that, well, especially in Long Beach, since we're located in California, that boats have just been literally sitting and docking close to the ports for you know almost a week or two weeks so you can kind of see like how much the delay is right now for inventory management and you know to next point ltl you know faster the better and you can i mean if you actually do ship ltl you can see amazon's been you know contracting a lot of these third-party delivery um, you know companies as well because they can't handle the workload right now so you just kind of see a lot of delays so sooner the better you know take action now and of course, you know, fulfilled by merchant is always going to be the best, you know, backup case that we can go. Of course, profitability wise, because, you know, shipping is going to be a pain in the butt as far as, you know, how much the cost is, but it's better to have it as a backup than not selling any inventory. So I think yeah. you already hit all the fine points there um, as far as yeah. inventory management. But yeah, I just really wanted yeah. to just point it out that inventory is going to be everything, um, marketing, you know, ads, yeah. all those don't matter <laughs> if you don't have inventory. So get, get it out yeah. as soon as possible. 
Ain't that the truth, Josh. Data analysis, you know, we've already dove into the data and, and how that's important. So looking at your own data from previous uh, events and, and, and look, looking at how you can leverage that to influence your inventory position, as well as your discounts, you know, maybe you didn't do so well last Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and now you want to ramp up your discounts or your budgets to, to try to have a, a different situation. Um, on the content front, you know, optimize, 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 get your products in the best position that they've ever been for this big, big, you know, Super Bowl event for Amazon, right? Um, and so look at the data, look at your conversion rate or the session unit percentage as Amazon calls it, look at your traffic, look at your ranking uh, for keywords, for BSR, for category, and start working now to boost that, right? And, and that pre-event, it plays into that, that we talked about, but you can start now, you know, you can, you should be updating your SEO, looking at, if you haven't updated it in a, in a few months, look at what are the hottest trending keywords relevant. Look at, um, you know, how is your A plus content comp performing compared to the competition? How's your copy? Um, are your products listed with the right search nodes? And that, that's an interesting one, right? Making sure it's picking up in the search results for, for those different um, parameters um, and, uh, you know, making sure your brand store is set up for success, um, <laughs> maximizing buy box percentage. Uh, that's, of course, always important. But pricing, you know, making sure if you have issues right now with pricing where you lose the featured offer, um, you don't want that during this event, right? Because you can't advertise on a product where you don't have the buy box. Um, and, and we've done some case studies where we see a third of sales drop off when you lose the buy box because people are just like freaked out with why isn't there a, a one-click buy button, right? Um, and, and so um, making sure that you can have the lowest price possible um, so that you maintain that buy box during this event or alternatively making sure that other places you sell, uh, the pricing is equal or um, more to Amazon that's going to go a long way because, you know, Amazon is looking at what you're pricing your products at elsewhere. And if Amazon isn't the cheapest price, they're going to be more likely to take away that buy box. Resellers, of course, on your product, if this is an issue, you know, there's not a ton you can do in such a short period of time, but, you know, we have a strategy here at Vando, um, a six-step channel control strategy where we increase intensity in trying to remove resellers um, who are not abiding by, you know, your brand's authorized seller agreement or, or anything like that. So feel free to reach out to us for more advice on, on getting rid of resellers. We have a really kind of uh, not kind of a really great uh, program for that. Yeah. We, we, we were able to get buy box up to at least 90% within a few weeks almost. Um, and then on Amazon advertising and marketing, as well as off Amazon advertising and marketing, you know, we've dug into that pretty, pretty deeply, but just some additional call outs I wanted to mention um, is check your deals all the way up to the day of the event, because you might submit a prime exclusive discount and it says approved, and then something happens, right? Maybe your lowest price isn't your lowest price anymore and it's no longer eligible. Maybe your, your star rating went below, um, uh, you know, the 3.5 or three stars that P Prime Exclusive discounts and coupons require. Um, all kinds of things can happen. So don't just, you know, um, submit it and forget it. Uh, check and check throughout the event because if your PEDs, your Prime Exclusive discounts get taken down, well, at least maybe you can still submit a coupon or you can still do a, a slash through price cut or something, right? 
Um, so something to be mindful of there. And then just from an off Amazon uh, um, kind of uh, call out perspective, um, leveraging your lookalikes of pre-existing Amazon customers can be helpful in fast tracking that learning curve. So there's ways that you can go about exporting your Amazon customer data and importing it into Facebook and Google so that you can create retargeting audiences and lookalike audiences. And, uh, um, and yeah, think about post Q4 remarketing, you know, hopefully you've brought in so many new to brand customers that are super, you know, stoked on your product, on your brand. And what are you going to do to nurture them? What are you going to do to, you know, promote that retention and lifetime value? So think about, you know, are there product inserts in your products now where you're getting the customer to engage, you know, so when they buy, they have a reason to engage with you. Is there review generation tactics set up post-purchase? You know, is there email follow-ups? Um, is there off Amazon, you know, marketing that you're going to do to retarget those customers and try to get them to come back and maybe sign up for a subscription? You know, there's a lot that can be done there. Um, so just think about what are you going to do to nurture that customer after this big event where you've invested so much? Because again, that baseline lift, that sustainability, we want to see that in Q1 2022. We want to see you having uh, coming out of this event with, with major growth um, and it all works together smoothly. Um, so yeah, that, that is the summary of the dominating uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, as well as some holiday and Q4 uh, elements. You know, we dug into data, we dug into the structure of the sales and, and some of the case studies behind that. We dug into you know, how to go about choosing a, a discount um, and, and ad budget to support your goals. We, we went into off Amazon and on Amazon advertising and marketing and, and also called out some, some main things that you should be aware of um, so that you, know, you can run your deals smoothly and get the most bang for your buck. Um, feel free to um, you know, let us know if you have any questions. You can email us directly at hello at vendocommerce.com. And uh, yeah, th thank you everyone. And, and Josh, thanks for, for joining for this today, man. Uh, of course, I'm yeah. so glad to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, if you haven't, if you don't subscribe to our podcast, we put out great information like this uh, every week. Every week on Tuesday, we put out a new podcast spanning advertising, marketing, creative, customer service, logistics, uh, all the latest news. So, so be sure to subscribe, YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you around next time. Thank you.